Tigers are a four-time World Series champion. They're an original American League franchise. They have some fantastic all-time players. You're going to learn about them today. Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon. And we love talking about baseball. The Tigers have always been called the Tigers. So teams change names all the time, right? You know, they have nicknames, well, they change they, cities. They have been the Detroit Tigers since they started in 1901. They, Nothing they ever are changed. They the, the same club as a few other franchises. I believe them, the Yankees, have always been. No, they were the Highlanders. Oh, correct. Right. So they just always been the Tigers. There's never been another iteration of the And I think franchise. the Yankee franchise, like, Goes back to Baltimore, actually, before that, even. Right. So, so the, they've just—it's been the Detroit Tigers and only the right. Detroit there's Tigers. other there's other franchises that are like that, but and the and I always think about the Tigers because the old English D that they have on the cap and all mm-hmm. that stuff, which they still maintain to this day, uh, and something worn proudly by private eye Thomas Magnum when um, uh, Tom Selleck was playing him. I just love that about that, the old Magnum stuff that he always had the Detroit Tigers because he's a, he's a Michigan guy uh-huh. and a Tiger so fan. Anyway, I'm sure he was yeah, a big Tiger really have, You'd have to know, you know that little inside stuff, but he was a big Tiger fan and he would watch Tiger games on the TV. Um, and I, I became a Tiger fan as a kid because they won the World Series when I was you know about eight, nine years old. So I was very focused on them. Uh, but they're a four-time winner. Uh, and, and I certainly there are an iconic baseball franchise, if only one that has been mired in a long period of not good baseball, I, I think, to put mildly for these past. I mean, they do have a World Series in the past 25-ish years, right? No, they don't. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? As Met fans, we always say the Mets haven't won since 1986, and that is fast becoming a very long time ago now, uh, not compared to some of the you know, people like the Indians, but uh, the Tigers won in 85. That was the last time oh, they wow. won it. I, th- I, th- I thought they got one in like the mid-2000s for some reason. Well, they got to the World Series. Right, and then they lost to the Cardinals. They lost to the Cardinals once, and then they lost another World Series with Miguel Cabrera. Uh, well, no, that was the Cardinal World Series. Didn't they lose one in 05, I believe, as well? No, so, I thought 05 was the White Sox. The White Sox won. Oh, 06. 06, they lost to the um, Cardinals in 06. Yeah. And so they also lost to the Cardinals in... 12 was it right wasn't that or no the giants would have been the giants the giants the giants in 12 that's right it was the giants that was the me uh the miguel cabrera tigers uh at that, oh at, okay 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 so um yeah and and not having won in you know obviously as many years as, as they have since 85 um it's that the more recent years and we'll talk about their current uh team um they're they just haven't been very good now for over 10 years and so that no. kind of, right right I since mean, they made the world series in 2012 they made that world series and had i guess what was a middle of his career justin verlander at that point I mean, the guy i feel like he's been pitching for so long it's kind of weird to think about what point he was at his career back then and and that team if i'm not mistaken had both uh they didn't have both max because max was gone already by the time verlander was there to take him through that uh, particular aspect of it right i think max i think max was gone at that point but i think it was like annabelle sanchez might have been one of their pitchers that <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, right. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure who else were the big arms. That team. Well, we'll, have look, of, we'll have to look at that 2016. Right, right. They had a lot of good arms on that 2012 team. That 2012 though. team, yes. So um, they've played in, and and one of the cool things for, for me is uh, I got to go to Tiger Stadium when I was a kid. Um, my dad's my dad took took us on a fishing trip uh, with a friend of his from through business up in Canada on Lake St. Clair, and so we we flew into Detroit, and he. 
I don't know how he knew somebody with the Tigers. And so they drove us over to the park and we get out of the car. We go in the park and I'm pretty impressed. I'm getting to go like on the field, right? You know, oh, so like, like a I've, big deal. I've never like, like, okay, this is pretty special. I'm going on the field of Tigers Day. I've never been on the field at Shea, you know, yeah, this, is, this is cool. And, and Tiger Stadium the, it had the rafters. The, right. The, I always, like, that's what I always think of. So it, first time I looked down from the, it was so cool because basically the rafters looked like you could almost touch the first baseman on the shoulder from, from like the second level because it was like you were like right over them. The overhang was so far. Wow. Um, and then, and, and of course, it's, it was really far, but as a little kid, there was a little flag way out in center field. And I was like, yeah, that was the home run that Reggie Jackson hit in the 1971 All-Star game that hit the light tower. And they had put a flag out there. With it. And I'm like, I can't believe how far that is. Like, like you could actually appreciate Yeah, it yeah, because I was on the field standing there. I mean, the, I mean, and, and I always think of that old Tiger ballpark as one of the most iconic major league stadiums of all time. Just Couldn't the, agree more. The look of it was so there was no it was just one of those parks that you immediately saw and knew it, what stadium it was uh, one of the old baseball video games i played had old tiger right. park in it that was one of my favorite stadiums to play because it looked so cool it's so classic baseball so it, the that park uh, and was the original because naven field was called naven field to begin with and then they changed it to briggs stadium um and it, they popularly called it tiger stadium just because the tigers had always played there and so the same park mm-hmm. so it was called three different names and it ended up being called tiger stadium until they moved into comerica uh in 2000 and they've been there for a while now 20 23 yeah. years uh i've never been to comerica park uh i don't know anybody that says anything one way i, I, I couldn't speak anything about the park good bad and different it's just a baseball park. it's just a baseball park i guess i'd like to go like like to go to any park oh, yeah. Uh, but um yeah it, it is um you know the tiger stadium is one of the great ballparks of of all time so um why don't we talk about uh, some of the great Tigers before we talk about the more, more current teams? And so, they, um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we remind that the World Series wins were in 1935. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that in 1935 they beat the Cardinals. Uh, in 1945, um, I have to look up that World Series because I I'm tr- trying to think who they beat in that thing. The Cardinals won in 44 and 46, so maybe it was the Cardinals in 45 also. Mm-hmm. I have to check the, the 35 one. I'm not sure about that now. Uh, they won in 1984. For the Kirk Gibson Tigers that right. started out 35 and 5, and they won four games to one in the World Series against the San Diego Padres. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they swept the World Series, I believe. In, so they won back to back in 84 and 85? No, no, no. Um, 85. I was wrong about it. Okay. 85. Right. It wasn't the Padres. Uh, 85, 84 was the World Series, not. Sorry, my bad. 84, Tigers beat the Padres. Okay. So 85. Not 85. Not 85. Okay. I had the wrong year. Um, uh, and it's because because the Royals won in eighty five, and then so that's the last time that they won. So mm-hmm. thirty five, forty five, sixty eight. I, f- I forgot to mention, and that was the World Series where Bob Gibson struck out the seventeen Tigers in Game One, and everybody talks about that as like a seminal moment because TV really captured that. Um, and the Tigers won in seven games, and a guy named Mickey Lolich mm-hmm. won right. three games in that World Series. Did he win like thirty games? One. They didn't. Danny McLean won thirty okay. games on that team. You're right. He was on that sixty eight team, the last guy to win thirty games um and mickey lolage beat bob gibson in game seven something nobody really talks about at no, all how, how great same. gibson was and all that stuff but you know uh, as a matter of fact the tigers won that world series right and i think it's interesting that you know one of the things we were talking about with our braves discussion last week just with the players was that for a team that had been around as long as the braves had what like you know they didn't have as many all-time greats 
you know, in terms of like really truly pantheon level baseball players that you a franchise that had been around. Well, certainly, moment. you couldn't go like around the diamond as much right. as you can for other teams. The Tigers don't have that. Problem. No, 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 they don't. So uh, even their weak positions are. Weak is a not a great term to describe them. Well, well and, and the good thing is, is that it's funny how it works, though. You'll, you'll see this happen here, too. Like, some of them, they have multiple guys that could be right. that guy. And other things, like, there's a guy who's the guy, and then there's nobody else. Who's right, the but guy. there's, there's <laughs> they still have a guy. Right, right. They don't have a position where there's just nobody. Like, like you know, at shortstop, there's Alan Trammell, right? Yeah. They're, 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 okay, everybody would think it's Aaron. It really is. Because there's, there's a guy named an- Donnie Bush, D-O-N-I-E. I'm not sure he dropped an N in his name right, or something he, like that. There's not a lot of other Tiger shortstops. Billy Rogel. I, mean, I had to go looking, you know, for these I guys. I mean, certainly in my lifetime, I can't remember the shortstop position for the Tigers being a great one. No, no. And obviously, uh, Alan Trammell is, you know, is the standard bear there. Um, just like at third base, George Kell, who is a Hall of Famer. Um, right. Name you've heard of, but you don't know nothing else about him. There aren't a lot of other third basemen. Well, I mean, I mean Miguel. I put him at first base because he played more games there. I believe for them. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I always would have think. And that's interesting because that makes first base crowded for them. I'm sure it does. And, and you, you bring up a good point. So let's look run over to first base. Um, there is Hank Greenberg, right? Hall of Famer. Yeah, that. You know, Miguel Cabrera. He's pretty you know, uh, going to be Hall of Famer. Right. Who do you pick between those guys? And and a guy I really loved as a as, as a kid, Norm Cash, who has 360 home runs in his career and was a fine major league ball a player. Guy, a guy that would be maybe be the best player at that position for a lot of other, other teams. teams. Yes, yes. Norm Cash is probably underrated because those guys are right. t- our Tiger first baseman. Um in in um your pitcher, so I always talk about this trivia question when you try to go around the diamond and you pick back-to-back MVPs. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so I you can go around there's more guys because Barry Bonds did it after they were already three outfielders. You don't have to do it by by position. Um but when you get to the pitcher, that's the one that always stumps people because they don't know that this fine pitcher Hal Newhauser won back-to-back MVPs for the Pirates. Uh, for the Pirates, for the for the Tigers. So he, by virtue of that and being a Hall of Famer, I kind of give him the nod over Verlander. Right, you kind of have to give it to. I mean, even though Verlander is going to be a Hall of Famer, and and I just couldn't give it to Jack Morris. Although, if you look at Jack Morris's stats while he was with with the Tigers. They're very good. So, yeah, he was a big pitch, not just that one season, I think, because you kind of remember him more as a mercenary. Right, going to Minnesota and right. winning game seven of that. So, no, no, he was a great pitcher with the Tigers, uh, a greater a pitcher with the time. Tigers than he was exactly for the Minnesota Twins. Um, you know, there were other great Tiger pitchers over the year, but those guys, you know, Denny McLean, we talked about right. winning 31 games. I mean, even he, Mickey Lolich. Mickey Lolich, I, I was, I'm glad you said that because, you know, this is not a Hall of Fame pitcher. But he was a very good pitcher. He's, he's a, a Hall of very good pitcher, as you like oh, to yeah, say. Oh, yeah, sure. he's, he's right there. Came and pitched for the Mets late in his career. It was not good. Yeah, he was. <laughs> like was, most people that come to the Mets It was, it was late not good. Career, that, not that's not the good. guy we thought we were getting. No. <laughs> um, we thought we were getting the Mickey Lolich of about seven years before that. So at catcher, I talk about this guy all the time because I think he's a guy who has a case for the Hall of Fame uh, in Bill Freehan. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill Freehan was an interesting-looking guy in his baseball card. I remember because he had like kind of Vulcan-like ears. And I remember looking at him going, that's a really strange-looking dude, but he's a good player. I mean, Rodriguez played some years for the Tigers. He played right? five seasons, which is why I didn't give him. Right. I don't. I don't know if five is five. Probably to, not to be an all-time enough. Tiger. You know, right? right. And, and it's tough because sometimes you get guys like that where it's like he's sort of the all-time catcher for the Rangers, just sort of by. 
default. Right, right. I, I would think that would be the club if I had right. to pick him as one that he would do that for. Uh, Lance Parrish, I don't know how much you've done. Another guy who was a perennial all-star, mm-hmm. uh, good defensive catcher, very good defensive catcher, power hitter. Um, I, I don't know what his – we're going to do this in another episode. I, I'd say his career war is in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just for catchers, which is harder to do anyway. Uh, but I, I would probably give it to both free and, and, and those are three. Mm-hmm. Mickey Cochran um, was on the 35 Tigers when they won the World Series, but he actually did more – um, for the Cardinals than he did for the Tigers. So I, I think that's where he was before. That wasn't his primary team is the, is the point. He only played four seasons. In yeah, okay. Mickey Cochran. Might have been the A's. Not the, not the, I'm wrong. It's not the Cardinals. Um, so we talked about Trammell. We talked about George Kell. So then you go to the outfield. Right, and you know Ty Cobb is going to take up one of these. Yeah, yeah. He could probably take up all three because he doesn't need anybody else. Right. <laughs> Ty Cobb. Um, yeah. it's, been, it's been interesting because we've been watching uh, – Ken Burns' baseball documentary, and it, it, they just go in so hard on Ty Cobb in this. Just You could clearly tell they were not a big fan of him. Ken Burns had an issue, and then he was taken to task a little bit about people who sort of said, well, you know, it's it's fine not to call you know Cobb the most wonderful guy in history, but the the vitriol and the way they paint him as a, as a racist, which he definitely displayed racist tendencies sometimes from the way we look at it now. Uh, but at the time, I, I think we make up these stories and kind of plug him in going, oh, man, this is guy, you know, he's a he's he's a guy we don't want anything to do. And there were already with. so many stories about him, but as a ball player, purely as a ball player, he certainly deserves the nod. Um, uh, Al Kaline, we've talked right. about a lot on this podcast. Um, obviously, another with, Hall of Famer. With the 399 home runs and came up at 19 and was just a phenom and played his whole career in Detroit, thankfully, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Harry Heilman, who sounds like he should have been an ad ex- not Aaron agency? Father, no, not no different. Heilman spelled differently. Uh, should have been an ad exec, uh, you know, name instead of being a hall of not. A, I think he's a hall of fame center fielder. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's three hall of fame outfielders let's, right there. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of teams that could boast three hall of fame outfielders like that. Now, we talked about the Expos having that right, right, right like there. So. Um, Let's see. And I think it's just interesting that you, you look at the Tigers and that's and that's you, we still didn't even talk about some of the better players. I mean, Lou Whitaker was a Tiger, correct? Or was he a white? We haven't Sox? gone to second. We haven't gone to second base yet. And you're 100 percent. So he is the second baseman. The se- no, he's not. I have him second to who? Charlie Geringer. This guy who went into the Hall of Fame also without a logo on his cap, played his entire season with uh, – entire career with Detroit. Uh, mm. And by the way, uh, Heilman, uh, Harry Heilman is in fact a Hall of Famer. Okay. This is why it's so great to do the Tigers, right? Because right. every, every, everybody is, is a – You basically have a Hall of Famer at every single position. So Hall of Famer Charlie Guerin, mm-hmm. Geringer, um, 84.8 career war. That's up for – wow. Wow. <laughs> so Lou Whitaker – Take a seat because right. <laughs> Charlie Geringer was better. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, another guy who played his entire career. And the Tigers had that. Guys mm-hmm. that played great players that played their whole career for the franchise and were great like the whole time. Yeah, and, and certainly that has a, a mythos-building element for your franchise and why there's just so many big-name players that are part of the Detroit franchise but the problem was when you look at a lot of those guys that we just named they're all from really early in detroit's history so a lot of the guys where the only footage of them is in black and white if there is footage of them 
Um, I, I mentioned um, you're right. You're right. And 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 because they haven't won a World Series since 1984, you know, you kind of like okay, that's you know, that's probably why you don't have that many great players. Mickey's the only guy Hall of Fame wise. Verlander. Verlander, he'll be a Tiger when he goes in. I think, as we like to talk about, uh, Goose Goslin, one of my favorite uh, mm-hmm. old time players, uh, only played five years for the Tigers, even though he was on the championship team in '35. So he gets a mention. Um, Chet Lemon also played for the Tigers. The guy that I love played for the White Sox. Yeah. But but he doesn't. He doesn't raid up there with the guys that we so, named. No, certainly not with the guys that All we've been naming. Win yeah. in that particular instance. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Relief pitchers. Boy, I had a hard time with this. Right, notable time. They've had like, like guys that had really good seasons. Right. Like, so the I think times- Joel Zamaya had an unbelievable. <laughs> Joel Zamaya, good pull on your part. Wow. Like, unbelievable season. Wow. For them. Uh, I love that. Um, Todd Jones is the all-time leader in saves. R- right. And that's who? not going to get you very excited. Um, the guy who um, – before the save was a statistic, this guy mm-hmm. was a good relief pitcher for the Tigers um, and has a really good career uh, statistics as a pitcher. John Hiller, again, another guy a guy that never a, heard anybody of. Anybody that's a relief pitcher before the invention of the saves is just a guy that is going to be inherently unheralded. But he was doing like, you know, closer type things before. Because nobody cares. His 125 career saves. Because retroactively they go back and credit oh, okay. credit they the saves, you know, because the save wasn't until 1969. He started in 1965, um, so he I guess he did get some official names. Career 283 average, uh, earned run average. Oh, okay. So just a, a very good pitcher who pitched in big situations, but and I have him number one over Todd Jones like, because there's else, nobody else. You're right, it is not a position of. But I mean, relief pitcher outside of a couple franchises, there's not a lot of teams that have like a long history of excellent relief pitchers. It's kind of like not the, but it's a thing that's only come on recently. Right, right. So I, I don't, nothing that we hold against him at that point. So the all time manager, um, I picked Sparky Anderson. Um, and Sparky Anderson is also in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame manager. Right, right. And like, um, well, that's not like, not like Jim Leland, but he had, he made his mark with the Reds, obviously, the big red right. machine. And then he comes over and he wins a World Series of the Tigers, which sort of cemented his, uh, you know, and, and he managed in Detroit much longer than I thought. He managed 17 years in Detroit and only wow. n- only nine in Cincinnati, and yet because he was at the Big Red Machine and they won the two World Series, I think of him as a Reds manager longer than the other. So that, that guy, I think, um, you know, George Sparky Anderson, I had a friend of mine who really was an, annoyed with his name going, you know, a 70-year-old man should not be named Sparky. It's like a dog There's name. nothing Sparky about a 70-year-old guy, so, but that's not it, true because... I mean, it was a very fiery personality. He, he was exactly that. So, um... I think the only other things to look at is when we talk about is like, you know, if you look at the names and, and uh, of the batting leaders all time, right? The name Ty Cobb. Kind of pops up It's kind of like, like Henry Aaron was for the Braves, you know, when we did them last week. So it's Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb. And then like Hank Greenberg, you know, hey, comes in. Slugging percentage. Great. Okay. Well, yeah. He would have a, Hank Greenberg. Um, let's see. Al Kaline gets games played. Um, strikeouts, Miguel Cabrera <laughs> gets, gets in there. These are the all-time records. There aren't very many. Bill Freeman hit by pitch. I mean, you're looking for something a little so, more. Right, right. It's anybody that has anything significant that isn't Ty Cobb. But, I mean, that's how good Cobb was. <laughs> right. And so if you go to the pitching side, um, there's probably a lot of Verlander. Uh, <laughs> um, well, 
it's a lot of Hal Neuheiser. Hal, Hal, Hal Neuheiser, Neuheiser, right. Um, Max Scherzer in strikeouts per nine innings. So that's an interesting that he got there. Uh, Mickey Lolich leads in shutouts, also in home runs given up. Um, kind of a, a, a microcosm of his career. Mm-hmm. A great name uh, who pitched a lot of years for them, Hooks Doss. Uh, yeah, has the wins record, all-time wins How for the many? Tigers. 223 wins for the Tigers. Yeah, so they've never had a guy that's won 300 games just for them. That I is, can't imagine there's too many teams that have right. 300 game winners that are only did that with that one team. Uh, Hooks Doss, a lot like uh, Cy Young, has the most losses for the Tigers as well with 182. He just pitched a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 jo- Justin Verlander is only on there for one statistic. Really? One, yep, yep. And that is situational wins saved, which is not a statistic that most of us are familiar with. Including, no, I'm not. Including even, me. Including me. Jack Morris has wild pitches. So it's, again, the same people sort of dominate. Right, right. And which just sort of makes sense when, you know, we're talking about the best players are also going to dominate their historical records. So, um, you know, now the Tigers, they just uh, recently hired Jeff Greenberg as general manager, and he comes over, I think, from the hockey side. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, he was hired by Scott Harris, who's the Pobo. And I don't know who was the – I think Alex Avila was the last uh, general manager. Um, and before last season, we talked about the Tigers, and we said, they're they're not ready. We think they had more of a clue as to where they were going right, than they, some of they, the other. They and had they a showed year, that. They showed that they were – they're certainly the type of team that's saying, okay, their goal this year is to probably – try and at least push the twins for the division crown and hopefully compete strongly and ideally win a wild card spot. I'd say that's the goal this year that you're, you're in second, you're, you're jockeying with, you know, Minnesota and like, you know, provided Minnesota doesn't rip off some unbelievable season that you, you wouldn't expect them to. Uh, my, my main concern would be, do they have pitching? I mean, and they, they've kind con- they've kind of done some things, but you know, I, I don't really love their pitching, and they let, obviously, uh, last year they let Eduardo mm. Rodriguez, Rodriguez go, and they never had anybody to replace him. They have a lineup that can do some damage, but I think it will come down to you need a, a pitcher to emerge from the minors. And I think they have some young arms they do. They do. They are enamored with, but one of those guys needs to emerge and be a top-flight MLB starter if all of a sudden you're going to be a team that like is going to overachieve. Right, right. And so, you know, fortunately for them, they play in the American League Central. Which is an eminently winnable so, division. So, you, you know, you don't know. They certainly made great strides this year. I think they played oh, yeah. better than I would have even expected them to. We expected them to be better. So, uh, yeah, Tiger fans, I think you have something to look forward to, and you'll always have the logo. So, um Anyway, uh, thank you for uh, listening, everybody, and please, uh, you know, uh, send us whatever kind of uh, questions you might have, suggestions for episodes, uh, and and things that you might find interesting for us to talk about. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Follow us on Twitter at almost cool.